Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another podcast of 34 to Glory. I'm your host, Tyler Flush, joined by my father and co-host, Brian Flush. Hey there. So, you know, this is uh, this is good. We're two and one. Uh, we're recording this on Tuesday after the win. No, Wednesday. Whoop, Wednesday. Skip today. We're on Wednesday. Um, I We've been really Trubisky heavy. Um, we're going to kind of get away from that. So we're just going to hit it right off the top of the uh, top of the, the pod. So go ahead, dad. What do you think? what did you think of his performance against the Washington Redskins 24th defense in the NFL overall? Again, Trubisky continues to be consistently inconsistent. So short passes, very short passes, high accuracy, one long pass of 36 yards, mostly caught due to Gabriel's good play and not Trubisky's throwing. So just just really poor quarterback play, quite honestly. Very, very poor quarterback play. Yeah, and you know, I'll agree with that. Um, but I will elaborate a little more. His passing is just checkdowns. It's nickels. It's dimes. When I don't he think is, he throws far enough for nickels and dimes. No, but he does in the aspect of what he's doing is he's throwing, and they're still nickels and dimes. But what's happening is the wide receivers are still laying out, going to their knees. No one's getting hit on stride. I mean, if you look at the Browns, yes, Baker Mayfield is struggling a bit. Baker Mayfield is still really young, hasn't even had a full NFL season under his belt yet. But the thing is, with quarterbacks, like Jake Allen, is that his name? No, not Jake Allen. Josh Allen? No, not Josh Allen. Who's the Allen on uh, Carolina? Oh, um, he took Ky- over. Tyler Allen? Kyle Allen? Kyle Allen. Kyle Allen. Oh, there it is. There it is. All right. Only we had an internet device that we could look things up on. No, it's fun. <laughs> well, that it's, would be novel. It's fun to do it the old-fashioned way. Yeah, sometimes. yeah. You know, he comes in against uh, against the Cardinals. He throws four touchdown passes. Daniel Jones lights up the Broncos or the Bucks, but. To me, that still doesn't say anything, right? It doesn't. That's a one-game sampler. Yeah. And what I was going to say about Baker Mayfield and people like that, yeah, Baker's struggling, but he's hitting people on the slant in stride. Mitchell is not. He is struggling. And the most frustrating part about Mitchell is he had three touchdown passes in this game. Yeah. Two of them we could have completed. Oh. The third one, there's no way in hell I could have completed that. Not even, you know, on my best of best days. And I can't even throw the ball far. And it's kind of frustrating because you see him on the run, throw off balance, and drops a dime on Taylor Gabriel. Yeah. I mean, there's no doubt. We have never said that he doesn't have arm talent. We've never said that. But it's, the issue is accuracy. Well, no, and he's an athlete lack. all around, though, right? Correct. Yeah, he's an athlete yeah. all the he, way around, he through is, and through. Listen, he's a great athlete. I think he's a fantastic athlete. I, I'm not taking anything away from him. The issue is not that he's not a good athlete. The issue is 
He lacks decisiveness, and he lacks accuracy. Those are two things a franchise quarterback must have. Drew Brees, Peyton Manning, um, the, all, the, all the greats, Tom Brady, if you watch them play, they, they're very decisive, and they throw the ball very accurately. And we I, lack that right now. It's just the truth. And another thing is that he now has 39 touchdown passes. I know that both Deshaun Watson and um, Patrick Mahomes are in the 60s, and I will continue to beat this comparison to death because we missed out on both of them. Uh, Deshaun, or... or did I say Deshaun Jackson earlier? I think you did. Oh, my gosh. It's Deshaun Watson from Clemson. Whoa, brain fart. Listen, Patrick Mahomes sat out his first year, okay? Uh, Watson tore his ACL, okay? They're still almost doubling Trubisky's numbers. I don't care if you're in a John offense, Fox offense or not. I mean, come on, man. Yeah, I I know it. It's 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 frustrating. I know we said we wouldn't beat up on him too much, but can I can I? Well, just... no. Here's but we need to talk about this real quick. And I know what you're about to say. I don't know the exact quote, but we'll get into it in just one second. We've talked about the purgatory. We talked about the Tannehills, the Daltons. The Marcus Mariotas. Are we going down that stretch? We both answered, we feel like, yes, yes, we are. Here's my only thing, and then we'll stop after what you have to say. Okay. I just want to finish up with the Trubisky thing like this. Another safety said the exact same thing. He said, hey, look, number I don't even know his name. Number 20 for the Redskins, the safety said, if we can control the line of scrimmage, keep Trubisky in the pocket, make him play quarterback, we can win this game. Yeah. Now, they didn't, but there seems to be a theme throughout the entire league that everyone's saying that, and I don't think they're saying that to piss him off because they're only telling the broadcasters who are calling the game and then later revealed during the game. So they're not even giving Trubisky locker room material. He's finding out later, but it doesn't really seem to be helping much no there's there's no nfl team that's sitting there saying man i hope trubisky and doesn't another, beat us with his arm tonight okay and another thing i'd like to bring up look at his yards they're not very much yes he has a high completion percentage but guys he is completing only about 50 percent he's probably what a little higher i last time i checked i think it's now like 51 or 52 percent throwing 10 yards down the field. You, I mean, you gotta that's be, not a quarterback in the NFL. you got to remember, some of his passes are more like long handoffs. I mean, the three-yard touchdown pass to Gabriel, three yards. I mean, that that could almost be a handoff. I mean, Yeah, I'm with you completely. They're, they're, they're not that much, man. No, not at all. Hey, there, there was a quote I really want to share with uh, our folks because, you know— I think this guy's just right on target, and I just got to share it with you. This is from Michael Lombardi, who was a former GM, and this is what he said about Trubisky, and, and I'll let you guys decide whether it fits or not. He says this about Trubisky. Trubisky is not fluent in playing quarterback. He lacks overall instincts for the position, accuracy, and when the game speeds up, he slows down. He's a great athlete with a strong arm playing the position, but not a great quarterback with high-level instinctual skills. 
Pace fell in love with the fact that he's got an athlete and he's got an arm, but he forgot about the traits that are essential to the quarterback position. Instincts matter more than anything. Being quick-minded is way more important than being quick-footed. What do you think of that? I mean, I think I think he's right on. I really do. I mean, I don't know how I couldn't have done it any better myself. I mean, I don't we're all at that point, man. Yep. I mean, yep. I, I don't know what else to say. I'm not going to harp on too much longer. I just, okay, I just want to go through a few things. If you don't mind, hold on. I'm bringing it up right now. Okay, here we go. Listen, I, I mean, the QBR is a quarterback rating that takes into everything, your run game, your pass game, blah, 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 blah. All right? I mean, it's a good kind of indicator where we're at. Okay, now, if we're going to win this division, boys and girls, we got work to do. Mitchell Trubisky, as of now, even after having a Redskins game, which honestly, he should have performed like that and he should not have thrown that pick. I don't even want to talk about the pick because it was just classic Trubisky in the red zone. I said, I don't want to talk about it. Here we go. It's down in the red zone. He underthrows a fade. How do you underthrow a fade? He seems to do it. There's it, it, no accuracy with him. Once, once, once again, how do you throw a 36-yard dime strike to Gabriel and then a little fade like that, you throw it right to Josh Norman? So, I, I, I don't get I don't, it. I don't know. I, I don't get it. And So anyway. Um, so maybe we're in the same place the yeah. Vikings are. Because I, you know what? I thought Kirk Cousins was good. I'm, I don't know where I'm at now. I'm back and forth. His QBR. Okay, let's start with Mitchell's first. His QBR is 29th in the NFL, okay? Now, that's out of, like, I think now 35 QBs. The minimum requirement is 35 passing attempts and and or 17 rushes or something like that. I don't know. It's a whole thing. But there's obviously there's going to be more because, you know, Roethlisberger went out. People are changing. Eli went out. Okay, so 20, we still get it, right? 32 mm-hmm. teams, he's, he's 29th. Kirk Cousins is 28th, okay? Now, here's where things get very interesting. Where would you think... Who, who, where, what would you think? Um, who's higher? Hold on a second. Marshall. Marshall, stop, man. Oh, my gosh. The dog's been like, I couldn't take it anymore. He's licking himself the entire time, making these slurping sounds. I couldn't even concentrate on what I was trying to get out. Thank you, bud, for quieting down. Jeez. Welcome to the podcast. Yeah, you too. So what I was saying is, who would you think has a better QBR, Matthew Stafford or Aaron Rodgers? I think Matthew Stafford does. He does. Matthew Stafford's 11. Aaron Rodgers is 16. We're this young, guys, and uh, the Lions look legit. Yeah. Patricia seems to turn them around. I mean, they, they, they're they looking okay. Uh, I don't think Green Bay is as dangerous as everyone thinks. Aaron Rodgers really isn't throwing the ball that tremendously this year. I don't think uh, Le Fleur, I don't think his offense is that good. And well, the, I mean, we'll see. We'll talk yeah, we'll about see. all this in yeah. the bye week. Yeah. What I'm trying to say is, man, if we're trying to get to the playoffs, 
and you're you're 29th and you're two and one, wake up, bud. That's yeah. all defense. That has nothing to do with you. Right. Right. We 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 continue to ride the on the backs of the defense. Everyone knows that. Um, it is what it is, and uh, I, you know, if, do you have anything else related to? No, I mean, him? I'm d- just going to call him him right now. And listen, I, I, I do have this. This I, I understand that, but I do have this. Um, I think we need to talk. Like, it's hard to talk about the offense. Where do you start with the offense? Do you know? Yeah. Did you know Mitchell Trubisky's average time to throw the ball is like two point seven eight, which is good in the NFL. That's an average time. I think the highest is in the threes, like three point five. But those are more scrambling quarterbacks buying themselves time. I mean, we're at two point seven eight. He. That's like. I, I put it in order, and I I, oh, I forget. I should know this, but it basically it was the it was either top ten or top fifteen. I'm thinking it's top ten of time you have in the pocket. So the, that's what I'm trying to say here is it's hard. He's only thrown to Allen Robinson. We're not seeing enough Anthony Miller. He although on Monday it was all Taylor Gabriel. I have no problem with anyone in our offense other than the underwhelming and this is what I want to talk about too you know we're not just negative let me go through the positives here because I don't want to be one of these podcasts that get super negative Alan Robinson good right absolutely uh Anthony Miller I think good I don't think we've had enough sample size oh I think I think he's got the chance to be a number one receiver in the NFL and I agree I mean you got to throw the ball to him I, I, and give him an opportunity, I mean, that's, right? Yeah, that's your opinion. I don't know. I wouldn't go that strong. Maybe just a solid two, but you never know. You know, AB, same size. You know, we won't get into those off the field problems. Those are for some Raiders slash Patriots slash Drew Rosen podcast. Maybe? <laughs> maybe I don't know. Maybe for later. Um. The offensive line, I have no no qualms with. They're they're gelling. Uh, we did miss um, Leno, mm-hmm. right? Right, right. Uh, he, but it wasn't a big factor. It was just the Redskins. Everyone else is there. What I want to talk about is, you know, those are the positives because David Montgomery's doing well. Tyreek Hill's doing well. But it, it it all is a you know, Trubisky's the motherboard, and if the motherboard's not running, the computer's not running. If the motherboard's going slow, you know certain parts might be going faster. But you know what I'm trying to say that it's hard. But there is one player who sticks out to me, and I'm just uh, I'm troubled, I'm confused. Um, on a personal level, good for him. You really cashed in, bud. And I think you you know who I'm talking about. Cordell Patterson, by any chance? No. Cordell Ooh. Patterson has actually been more of an improvement than the player I'm talking about. I like what Cordell's doing. Trey Boo Boo? Yeah. Trey Burton. What has he done? What he his route running looks sloppy. He's not downfield. Granted, Trubisky's overthrown, but like I don't know, just Trey Burton just does not look 
existent. Yeah, like he does not look like a top tight end in the NFL. No, he, he's not. He hasn't really like a lot of other people in our offense this year. He hasn't really been a part of it, partly due to injury, but partly also when he's out there and he doesn't seem to be an integral part of the game. Well, and that goes back to Ryan Pace, where he banks more on uh, potential than he does actual athleticism. I mean, he was third string at the Eagles. He won a Super Bowl doing the Philly special and throwing the ball to Nick Foles. Yeah. That's all I know him for. Yeah. I, I love Nagy. What do you think of his play calling after three games at this point in time? Um, on, Since on, we're talking about honest, offensive play calling. That's, honestly, yeah. um, I think that he will tell you publicly he likes his quarterback, but that play calling is someone who's trying to hide their quarterback that play calling is someone saying, I don't trust him. We have a good defense. We can't turn the ball over. We need this win. I think you'll see him do different play calling. I think he will open it up here soon. Listen, the fact of the matter remains, man. Let's see how we do against the Vikings because if we do that horse shit against the Vikings, oh. they're, they're going to beat us because Kirk Cousins might not beat us, but their field goal kicker might beat us. It, it, it's really, really frustrating to not even see us throw. Have we thrown a ball over 40 yards yet this year? I think that one to, I don't know. I'd have to look into it, but not. Was, wasn't one it, last night. I didn't see a 40-yarder go last night. It might have been close to Gabriel, like 25, 30. Yeah. I don't know about 40. I, I, I just, like you know, 40 in the air you're talking about, when, right? Yeah. You're not talking about a 40 catch no, and run. Right. I'm not talking about that, but. You know, I'm just trying to tie into the good point you made earlier, and that was no defensive safeties or corners are really shaking in their boots about Trubisky. And part of it is you know everything's coming underneath, right? Everything's coming underneath. You're never tested. You're not going to be, you know. We can't get pumped up about this game. I know it's, you know, I'm going to take it. Hell yeah, we got to win. And a win is always good. And I'm not trying to be negative. It's hard when you win like that and you still see such problems. Yeah. And well, it's it, all around one position though. Everyone else is clicking. Yeah. It's it's hard to have such a great defense and you you, you just sit there and you go, man, but we can't if we keep just sa- had that. But anyway, let No, we yeah. can't keep saying defense. We need to add the other people like all around. Poor David Montgomery. He can't run because there's no pass. They're stacking the box saying, beat us. Right. Throw it. Right. And even then, he's looked good. I mean, he's he's had plays where he's really out-juked people and, and got the most he can get when the box is stacked. And let's not forget, too, our defense scored this year before our offense. That's sad, man. Yeah. As good as our defense is, unlo- I mean, and think about that. That's in three games. Well, you want to hear the other stat Two full that's sad games. That for those who play fantasy football? Daniel Jones, who just started for the Giants, has more fantasy points in his first game that Trubisky's had all year. That's sad. That's yeah. just sad. All right. All right. Let's get back to positive. Yeah. Uh, our defense, man. Ooh, Mr. Kitzel. What was that? that? Six defense. Take, six, take, six takeaways? Oh, my God goodness that it it was so much fun watching this defense come alive in that first half 
It was just a joy well, to be Well, let's walk old. people through us sitting in the living room and literally what we were saying right before the game kicked off. Yeah, go ahead. Start us off. No, you go ahead. Okay, That's well, I, I was what literally... What I'm trying to do by throwing you the pass here while I'm trying to look hey, up stuff, a little hey, behind the scenes here. Hey, I play for Trubitsky. I don't always know if the ball's coming or not. <laughs> All right. I know. I so, go, why don't you tell the folks, <laughs> like, trying to say, hey, I need you so, to filibuster for me. So... Literally, we were we were sitting there, and we're you know like all Bears fans, we're trying to figure out okay, you know who's going to show up tonight? Will our offense show up? We know the defense will show up, and one of the things that was just really really apparent to us as as the game started is is no our, what we were saying before the game actually like before. Uh, I, I'm not following you. I don't I, remember. You know exactly what I'm talking about once I say it. It's yeah, I ring. probably will, but I'm not. Help, help me out here. So I'm we're sure sitting we're, there we're and we're going. talking and the players are warming up and I lean over to you and I say, you know what? Actually, you know, haha, Clinton Dix has not been a big factor oh, at okay. all. Okay. Haha I... has not really done anything, but he hasn't done anything bad. I go, it's, you know, that's just shows you that's a testament. I said to how good our defense is. And then long behold against his former team, haha, Clinton Dix to me, player of the game by far. I mean, just balled out. Yeah, he he cut behind that route so perfectly. It, lo- it looked like he was the actual receiver on the pass. That's what I was going to say. I mean, <laughs> it was a bad throw by Case Keenum, but I mean, haha, Clinton Dix is like, oh, you're throwing here and read the ball the whole way. He, he, yeah, it was a perfect read. He caught it in stride, uh, brought it all the way back for TD. He, and he that, got a pick six. Yep. Uh, he got another pick later in the game. Right. Fuller got a pick. That was a beautiful pick by Fuller. A diving catch. Um, just was able to scoop it before it hit the ground. Really, really, really nice play. Eddie Jackson and Hakeem Hicks both recovered fumbles. Yeah. And um, how about yeah? Now we're gonna talk about that. That's what I want to get into. I was kind of skimming over the, some of the stuff. Listen. We'll wrap up the whole defensive back real quick. I think we all played great. Oh, yeah. Um, We we shut them down. We knew what they were doing. We were on to them early and quick. Listen, we're going to give up some of those plays, okay? Because we don't have an offense that's on the field. When your defense is on the field the majority of the time, we're tired. We're worn down, okay? That's going to happen. So I thought we played great. Yeah, I, I, I was happy with only holding them to 15 points. But real quick, just to end on HaHa here, he had a total of nine tackles, seven solo, two picks, and a TD. I mean, definitely player of the game. Yeah. Um, here's what I really want to talk about. I want to talk about Khalil Mack. I want to talk about their line, our linebackers, and I want to talk about the stunts we were running. Man, were they exotic and nice. Oh, the was... stuff we were pulling off on defense. You go first. What was your favorite? And then I'll get into mine. I think my favorite was when they were literally um, lining people up and the defensive end looked like he was about to, to rush, but instead came up through the middle and literally rushed and, and sacked the quarterback going up through the middle. I mean that that was a that was a pretty play right there. The one with Trevathan. Yeah, yeah. I so thought what, that was what he's good. talking about is Trevathan, what happened is the whole game 
for once in a long time, we were stacking on the left side, or as you would like to say if you're watching at home, the top of your TV. We had Hakeem Hicks and we had uh, Khalil Mack up top. Now, what was happening on a consistent basis, this is before, this is what helped set up this saying. Listen, Hakeem Hicks does not get on the stat sheet. Dude's a freaking stud. Oh, Okay, he freed up he freed up Khalil for this that strip sack. What happens if if you're watching at home and Khalil is put on a lot of pressure because what was happening is um it's called a stunt. If you don't know what a stunt is, it's basically where one player bull rushes or does a move and goes straight forward and the other person wraps around the back side of him to hit the opposite gap. So what they kept doing is, what ended up happening is usually it gets picked up, okay? And, you know, it's already a hard time to guard Khalil Mack. Well, it wasn't getting picked up that much because Akeem Hicks was blowing the guy out of the water that that the guard goes, oh shit, he's blowing out my tackle. He goes to help the guard, and then he realizes, oh shit, here comes Mack. And by that time, Mack's already through. Yeah. I mean, it's one rip of the hand and Max gone. You can't block him from the does, side. Does maybe the only other person I think that has that powerful of bull rush in the NFL is is Donald. I, I yeah, it's Mac and Donald yeah, right now. Yeah, they're the I, top I, they're two. Just, there's no there's, doubt. There. So so there's a universe that Mac and Donald live in, and then everyone else is in a uh, an entirely different and lower universe. If you look, but if you look at Aaron Donald, Aaron Donald's really struggling. Why? He doesn't have the help. Right. I mean, right. Mac has help, guys. Now, I'm not saying he couldn't do it by himself, but, man, Donald, can you imagine if he added Aaron Donald this line? I mean, I think that I don't think we'd ever lose. I mean, I'm being dead serious. Who are you going to block? But, you know, Aaron Donald, take that pay cut. Come on over. We'll pay you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Anyhow, uh, just... Well, you're to, but back to what we were saying though. What you were saying with Trevathan. So what happened is we kept running those stunts. Now I've never seen Hakeem next to Mac, and they kept lining up, switching sides, rotating. I have never seen this either. <laughs> what you were talking about earlier with with the sack with Danny Trevathan is that uh, Hakeem Hicks and Khalil Mack ran the stunt. Then Danny Trevathan normally. They fake the blitz and they pull back and then they go to coverage. He faked the blitz or he faked the blitz, pulled back. The guy turned his head to see Hakeem Hicks like taking out his man. And this is all it took. This is how fast Trevathan is. He literally, the guard turns his head for a, it had to be like a second or less. And Trevathan. He timed it perfectly. He fakes in the guy, and then he starts backing up. He took like a half a step back, and to these pro athletes, half a step, they're thinking in their head, they're like, "Whoa, half a step." Okay, he's going back. Like they that—that's how fast the reaction time is. Nope, he just blows forward, and it looks like he went untouched with he, which he did, but it wasn't a blown assignment. It was just some tomfoolery. Yeah. He, yeah. he he almost he pretty much juked him out of his jock. It was beautiful. <laughs> it was. It was it was just downright fun. Now, if you didn't see it, 
this is a thing of beauty. Google it, go, whatever you need to do. But but look at when Mac knocks the ball out of Keenum's hand. I mean, it looks like Keenum is in the Statue of Liberty motion with his arm back and the ball, and literally Mac comes in there and just knocks that ball right out before the arm even starts moving forward. It was an absolute thing of beauty. I also want to give credit to a couple people we're not we haven't said anything about, but but I think have, have truly been keys for this defense. Uh, Roquan Smith, yeah, I mean, he, just a beast when it comes to the middle. Uh, Floyd, yeah, awesome. I mean, I, I just can't give this defensive line and these def, uh, these linebackers enough praise. They're just in every part no, of the game. The everybody's defense. doing it's, it's a, a it's, it's truly is a team team win. But it's contagious because you see the backups come in with that hunger. Oh yeah, Aaron Lynch, Robertson, Harris. Oh, it's fun. Um, yeah, you you're seeing guys just come in like I want that sack. I want this. I want that. Like they're giving no ifs, ands, or buts about it. They're yeah. just guns blazing. Let's go because this energy. And this turning the ball over is contagious. Yes, it is. And and you even hear the the announcers going, "This defense is eating, man." And and you you can even see players after the the play, you know, doing the whole eating motion and 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 being so fired up is just it. This is bear football at its best. We can only well <laughs> on the defensive side. Yeah, yeah. Well, know, of course, it'd, it'd be nice to get a mediocre offense going here. Um. What else was I gonna say? I just totally blanked. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm. I don't know if you were gonna talk a little bit more about the defense or if you were ahead thinking of the the only other thing that I want to say about the defense is. Oh, I know I, what I was gonna say. Go on. I I I think that we have spent a lot more time out on the field this year than last year. I don't know the exact number of minutes. But it seems to me we've had more three and outs on offense than last year in the first three games. Perhaps I'm way oh, off we, here. No, I bet we have. Um, Easy. We've but, only, we only had two red zone trips going into that game. Two games, two red zone trips. That's so, pathetic. So so in the fourth quarter, it, it seems to me our guys are much, much more tired than yeah, they we're typically have been. Yeah, we're getting um, worn out. Yeah, and, and that's just an observation and... Um, I, I think I think if we could just put together some first downs, that would help that situation out a whole lot. And, and you can tell the difference, though, by how we're playing and how bad teams are playing right now. And the reason we're winning is because of our defense. But it's also, I mean, our coaching is good. Yeah. Okay? And this is what I wanted to talk about. Case Keenum had no idea where he was on the field in the fourth quarter. I don't know what he was thinking. I said it faster than the announcers. You know, hashtag humble brag. But they, he thought he was at the goal line. Now, if you watch any Saints games, which I'm pretty sure everyone has, Drew Brees does that patented move, and so does Tom Brady. You're at the goal line. What do you do? Ball crosses the plane, touchdown, ball's dead. Yeah. Case, buddy. Who was not at the goal line. <laughs> it does not work for first downs. <laughs> what a heads-up play by Danny Trevathan, though. I mean... Case Keenum hikes the ball on fourth and one, jumps up over the pile. It doesn't even matter, bud, if the ball went over. You have to come down with the ball then. Yeah. yeah. Jumps up in the air, and then Trevathan just 
smacks that ball right out there. And, and Eddie be, Jackson recovers. Yeah. I it, mean, uh, you know, it, it, it's just so much fun to watch him because not only is each man playing up to his potential and beyond his potential, but they so much know what the other person's going to do, where they're going to be. The communication's great. You just can't say enough good things about this defense. Fun, 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 fun. Just fun to watch. And, I mean, I'll be honest, we were wrong so far. <laughs> we said well, we, We've been wrong about a lot of things. Which one is this that we were wrong about? Well, we haven't been wrong, I don't think, too much on too many things this year, have we, on our team? Uh, a few things, a few things. Like, well, go ahead. Well, you know... I, I like to point it out. I don't like to be one of these shows where we just try to act okay, like we're right the whole I'll time. I'll say it. I was wrong. I thought Trubisky might be an <laughs> an average to you know what I better was, than average quarterback, but because I I, I wasn't even up. trying to bait you into that. Okay, all right. I thought I thought that's where you were going. I was wrong. All right. I was going to say we're wrong. We said the defense always takes a dip statistically, and so far we have not. No, no, we have not. I I mean, and that we like we lost a defensive coordinator. Usually, even with a defensive coordinator, you dip a little bit. Right now, we're not dipping. So far, no dip. We're not dipping. And you know what else I would like to see, too? Uh, the average plays against our defense compared to the other top defenses in the NFL, you know? Uh, you know what? I'm going to look that up, and later in the week, follow us uh, at 342glory on Instagram, and I'll post that. Hey, that's a good idea. Yeah, because I, like I don't have it right now, and I'm not going to bore you by filibustering while I figure out where it is on the internet, because I don't know. I don't know how long it's going to take. Yeah. And I'm not asking Siri, because she don't know shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the other the other thing that we didn't cover is um, uh, special teams, but I thought... Um, yeah, our, we have to cover this. This yeah. is a good call by you. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I you know, I, I really thought our, our kicker um, gutted it out. Um, Eddie Panero. Eddie, I'm, I'm really starting to like Eddie a lot, and... Uh, um, I, I thought he was in there, and he showed a lot of guts. Now, yeah. I, I agree with you completely, 100%. My only question to you is, should, should do you feel like we should have started going for two? Because he warmed up, he would kick the ball, but he could not plant the, his kicking line. Yeah, I, 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 thought, I thought, especially when we got, the, got a, a good lead out at first, like why, why at that point wouldn't we just go for two every time and just give him a rest? In my opinion, there's another reason you're hiding your quarterback. You know, do, do ah, we that's really, a good. That's a good point. Do I we really think... want? Do we really want to go six, twelve, eighteen? You know, twenty four. Do we really want to do that? Yeah, I just felt bad for a kicker because you could tell, uh, he he was he was uncomfortable, but he was he was out there doing his job. Have a have a lot of respect for it. Hope he heals up because we're going to need him. Well, because things are going to be close. But that's what I'm asking you. So, would you have gone for two? Yeah. More often? Yeah, I would have. Because I especially in that situation when my kicker's hurt and I've I've got a good lead. Um, you know, I'd go for two. Yes. Um, I would have gone for two more often because we know how valuable a kicker is in Chicago, and it looks like we actually might have one. It's very early, so close to tell. I think it wasn't fair to Eddie, and this is why, and I'm kind of pissed off about this. Eddie was hurt with the Raiders. Eddie did not have 
He didn't have a good season. I mean, he was a walk-on. He didn't even know what football really was four years ago, right? He was a walk-on at Florida. He got a chance. He kicked good there. He got drafted or signed, I forget, either or by Oakland. Hurt his groin. Didn't even get to participate. We end up making a trade for him. This is why I'm pissed, and I don't think it's fair. He already made a game winner, so you know he has some clutch gene in him because I don't care if it's a regular season game. You know, away from home, Denver, yes, it's way easier to kick in. Still show some gonads, okay? Here's what I'm pissed off about. In Eddie's head, I guarantee you the only reason he went out there is he said not again. I can't do this again. I have to prove myself because I am a kicker, and there is this, this fantasy out there, this myth that kickers are a dime a dozen. Like, they're easy as hell to find, and they're not. But the GMs are still stuck in dinosaur and prehistoric times, and they don't want to pay him. So Eddie's probably thinking, and I'm just saying this is what I'm thinking Eddie's saying, thinking, not again. I got to do this. I don't have a choice. I have to kick hurt. I can, I can see that scenario. With any modern-day kicker in the NFL, their job, everyone's job is at risk in the NFL. But their job not, especially is my, at risk. My biggest problem is, is, it, is it, it isn't for us to say, Eddie, are you hurt? Eddie, can you do this? Hell yeah, he's going to say yes. He's going to want to go out there because guess what? It's a lose-lose for him. Eddie says no. They go, huh, how much heart does he have on this team? Is he more worried about making money or worried about getting W's for the team? That shit happens. Yeah. That would have happened. Yeah. Eddie was- had to say yes because if he says no, that's what happened. He says yes. Aren't people in place on the staff to protect him? Yeah. Well, I would think so, and I guess that's what I'm saying it would have been a, a heck of a message to Eddie if Nagy would have taken him aside and said, you know what, we're going for two here. Okay, my thing is, it's not a division game. It's the Washington Redskins. Yeah. What are we doing? We, wh- I get it. We're up 28 nothing, and we're, we're still not going for two. Or, well, I guess by then, we never scored again. But how about up? 21 nothing. Yeah. That we were we were go for two there. I we, mean, we, we we had enough points and we were playing lights out on defense. I I, I think anyone could have seen that you could go for two quite easily I mean, he and mi- not 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 have repercussions for Well, it. he only missed one field goal. Yeah. yeah. So, what are you going to do? Yeah. You know, you missed one field goal. I never seen a kicker kick and then hobble like that. He yeah. could not put pressure on it right away. Yeah. I know that's that that's, can't be good. No, that that can't be good at all. Is he doing more damage? Well, that's that's the concern we had as we were watching. Is like, okay, he, this doesn't seem to be. You know, I guess at the end of the year, you can look at all games and go, well, yeah, um, that one was important, as important as another game. But you know, it seemed like we had the game pretty well in hand. I think we go for two. I'm in total agreement. Wish we would have. Is hope, it, hope Eddie's foot's okay. Or well, not it's so his much knee. His they're it's saying his he. Knee. They're saying yeah, he has a pinched foot, nerve. They're, they're yeah. saying he has a pinched nerve in his leg. Yeah. So I don't yeah. know. Yeah. And maybe, maybe from their perspective, it's going to take time, regardless, since it's a pinched nerve. And yeah, but it can't help to go kick on it. I, I wouldn't think. I wouldn't think so. But I'm not a no. doctor. And I, didn't I don't see- need to be to see it. You don't need to be a doctor. I'm serious. You don't need to be a doctor to see someone out there who kicks a ball in warm-ups and hobbles on his left foot because he can't put pressure on his right. You, you, no one needs to be a doctor. That's pain, you yeah. know? Yeah, I get it. 
I get I, that's that's what worries me that we think, hey, he's a kicker. Eh, just a kicker. Yeah. So no kickers matter, man. Yeah. So did you stay at a Holiday Inn Express last night? <laughs> no, I'm just saying it's just fairly obvious. <laughs> I got you. But things. Then the reason I get annoyed by it is because I feel like we're an organization where the obvious goes over everyone's head. Like I'm the only one with eyes. Like you know, and I'm not. I'm not saying I'm the only one, but there's a, there's a lot of fans out there that hate ninety percent of the things that come out of my mouth, and there, there's a lot that like you know, there's a lot of fans that agree with like more than half the stuff that comes out of my mouth, but. I just feel like what are we, what are we doing with some of this? Like we don't need him hurt. Yeah. We tra- and here's another thing: we traded for him. When do you ever trade for a kicker? When do you value him more as a trade? You would think you would. You brought I, in nine kickers in the off season to face him. Yeah. I I don't know what's going on with their coaching staff with how they think this through, but obviously we thought he should have been. Um, taken care of a little bit more. I mean, because now look at it. Now we go to go to, or we we don't have to go. Uh, Minnesota's coming to us. That's a big game. That's a division that's game. A, We're both a, two and one. That's a huge game. This this could be the difference between you know um, eventually winning the division. We're in um, a lot harder division this year than oh, I thought. Oh, I thought Green Bay would be good. Mm-hmm. Did not think Detroit would be this good. Still, kind of think it's. Me, us in Minnesota right now, just because of our offensive performances, are at the bottom of the pack. Yeah, yeah. So we gotta we gotta get it together. But uh, let's talk a little bit about um, the Vikings. Um, I think we covered everything from last week. Yeah. Uh, Let's talk about this Vikings game. How does it play out? Because uh, personally, I'm just throwing this out there. I think it plays right into our hands. If they want to run that much, it absolutely plays in our hands. Listen. This this new offense under this coordinator, their number one priority is carry the ball, carry the ball, and Dalvin Cook has just been, I mean, he's been lights out this year. So I tell you what, yeah, if you want to keep running the ball at us, go for it. That that is a, That's the best thing we could ask for at this point in time. Especially in Chicago. Yeah, yeah, I... I do it, please. Run run that ball every single time. You know, go back to run first down, run second down, throw third down. We would that would be the perfect formula for us to have a very, very good game against them. It really would. I uh I'm not too nervous about Kirk Cousins, but maybe I should be, but I'm not. Uh, I think we we have his number uh in years past. We had his number last year. I think we have it. I think he well, I think he's one of the worst quarterbacks under pressure in the NFL. I I, I read I that Gol- somewhere. I know Jared Goff's up there. Jared, you, Goff, you- Jared Goff's right up there, but I don't think Cousins is that much further away from him in terms of when he gets pressure um, in the pocket. Um, but, man, there's a lot of knocks on, on – like, if you want to go down a statistical road of a winning team versus Cousins, it's – I mean – statistically on paper we should win i mean because he does not have a winning record against winning teams he's not good in the clutch he's not good in the fourth quarter um but we have the same quarterback on the other side yes we do and so thus our achilles heel has been exposed again so i think uh i think 
What's your prediction? You go first. I, I'm still um, I, I think it's going to be low-scoring game. It's not yeah, going to be I a shootout. Too. I do, too. I, I'm, and and this, is, this comes back to our discussion about the, our kicker and how fresh he's going to be. I'm really, really afraid that this thing could come down to an extra point. Kick to to actually field or just goal. A field goal. That's what or I was field goal. Say, yeah. uh, come down to a field goal because I I really think it's going to be a battle of attrition. I think we're going to going to try to move the ball down in little short Trubisky kind of passes. I don't think we can. I mean, I, I, I think we're going to try. try. I think we're going to try too. But I think that 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 I think Minnesota wins. I think I'm with you by by a field goal. I would feel and listen. The only reason I'm saying that, I don't feel good about our offense. I'm worried about our kicker. I'm really worried about Eddie. I don't think your pinch your nerve goes away that quick, but, you know, who am I? I'm not – I don't have a medical degree, and I'm also not surrounded by trainers who know what they're doing and whose best interest is to get the player healthy and fit and back on the field. So I don't know. With all that being said, I lean – I lean towards the Vikings. I think if our defense, I don't know. I just lean towards the Vikings, yeah, man. I, I'm I'm worried about it. I I'm very worried. If if actually if Eddie wasn't hurt, I think we would win by a field goal. I I don't think it's going to be any kind of a blowout game. It's not going to be a high scoring game. I predict that we hold Dalvin Cook under a hundred yards, which I th- I think we'd be the first team all season to do such a thing. I think our defense continues to step up big, and I really do think our offense um, tries to dink and dunk. And um, I, I unfortunately don't think we're going to take any shots down the field. And uh, I don't, I don't. You think any any of their safeties or corners are going? Man, I. I no, they are. They are. They're they're watching film already. They're ready. They're yeah, feasting. Yeah, they, they're, they're, but the, are they scared or shaking in their boots? Oh, I gotta I gotta play against him. You know, what do I do? What I do we do? What yeah. do we do for the podcast? Like not the Bears. What do we do if he has a horrible game again? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I mean, we've pretty much we've... said everything there is to be said. Yeah. And well, don't, I'm, now, now, I'm, don't... I'm sure he will give us something to talk about. Now, don't get me wrong. If he goes out there and he plays out of his mind... Oh, I would love and it. And he starts hitting people in stride, we will get on here and gloat. We will. But yeah. that being said, there's an asterisk oh. beside that of me saying, I'm still not convinced. Yeah. I need consistency in the aspect of, I need 20-some TDs a season, and I need you to be be below 10, 10 interceptions. Yeah. And and if 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 that happens, and I also win the lottery the same weekend, we'll we'll be in good shape. No, I'm just telling people like, because no, I know you're trying to be funny and stuff, but I'm trying to tell people that's the perspective that I want to see I at get the end it. of the season. I, I get it. I get well, it. Well, no, I know, I know, but I'm just trying to say yeah. like that. I was actually trying to like I didn't want you to make it seem like oh he's just doing that to no, be funny. No, I know. No, that's literally what I'm saying is I'm saying that's what I want to see. And that's not much. And that's honestly, guys, that's that's peanuts. Mm-hmm. You got everyone called Kirk Cousins bad year. He threw twenty six uh, TD passes and four interceptions, and everyone was saying he's bad. So I'm not asking a lot. Goddamn, Patrick Mahomes is projected right now at over sixty TDs and six thousand yards for the first time in NFL history. He's gonna break. He's already breaking records, and I will continue to compare him. 
I will continue until one of them's out of the league, for better or worse. Because you are, <laughs> that is your draft class. Trubisky, Mahomes, Watson. Watson. That is the core. And Trubisky was second overall. You can't sit here and say, you know, you reverse it and say we got Mahomes and they got Trubisky. Super Bowl. Well, no, no, well, Super Bowl, but you're saying, you're also saying, wow, nothing we could have done. And, and, see, here's the thing, though. You're not going to knock the Chiefs, are you? Because they got, because, you know, well, they didn't have a choice, you know. It went Mahomes, then it went Trubisky in this hypothetical, and then, you know, or it went Mahomes, it went Watson, and then we got Trubisky. No one would be mad. But because we traded up to take a quarterback that wasn't on the 49ers board, that's where trouble is, and that's where we're at, and this yeah. is trouble. Yeah. It is. So, um, yeah, with that being said, man, that's all for this week. Um, we'll we'll figure out a schedule and a set time. Uh, you know, last year we did these things. I thought it'd be cool to do them right afterwards to get our first reaction and stuff. And, uh, you know, as a podcast, you learn and you grow because we obviously that's not a good idea because, you know, beer's flowing and emotions are high. So for better or worse. This allows us some time to uh, cool down. Well, and or vice versa, to yes, simmer get, down because you're yes, too our, high up, you right, know. Or get excited about certain things. Gives so. you time to look at some more stats, go back, settle down. It's like when you eat, you know, when people are like, it's like little kids, you know, you tell them they're like, I'm hungry. They're like, just wait, wait 10 minutes, see if, oh, I'm full. You know, that's us, yeah. okay? We're, we're, we're begging for more, and we're just, we were just rambling. So this gives us time, so... They won't be coming out the, the, the next day. It might be two days or so. But, you know, just want to be thorough. But we're just, we're just becoming reflective, in-touch kind of guys. Yeah, but for sure, like, when we play on Thanksgiving and stuff, it'll be out, out probably on Black Friday, no later than Saturday. I mean, stuff like that. Yeah. It, it also, it's our schedules, and we're, we, we're working 40 hours a week. We have full-time jobs. This is not a full-time job. This is just a hobby, a passion that we want to grow and make bigger. So we love our bears and we love the bears fans. And we are going to, we are working out ways to get into touch with you guys. We are new to that element. And, uh, once we figure it out, we will be ready to go and we can hear from you and you can yell at us. And if you call in and we're going to honestly, this is what I just want. Like you can call in, you can yell, we can talk, you can say I'm an idiot, blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, as long as we can thank you for your call and, you know, you keep listening, that's all there is to it. And we have a good time talking Bears with you. That's what we want to do. Because at the end of the day, we're still Bears fans. So with that being said, remember, it's always a good time when you bear down. Bear down.